Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Nerd Night, Nerd Night, Nerd Night, Nerd Night. So, on today's episode, keeping up with the theme of let's talk about things Cole really likes, we are going to be talking about Tokyo Ghoul. Yep. That's all you have to say. (laughs) I mean, okay, listen, I do love me some Tokyo Ghoul. But when I say that, I mean, I've I've watched the first season and and that was it. This man has bought the entire manga series. I do. And kept going. Like I, I have the manga series. I own the who owns DVDs anymore? Cole does. I own the DVDs so that in case I don't have internet, I can still watch Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, I own multiple copies of the manga, actually, because I own the large, like, three-in-one manga books. And then I also own all their individuals. So, you see, I don't got much. But hey, I was there. And that's all that matters. And that's why I'm here. Exactly. Exactly. So, for defining the scope of what we're going to be talking about, uh, I will most likely like pull from manga sources, as those are the most canon, whereas Jada is probably going to end up pulling more from anime sources. So mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. can, you know, there is a difference between the two and the story and how it plays out. So we can kind of point that out as we go along. And as well, we are keeping it solely in the two seasons of regular Tokyo Ghoul. We are not going to be going into Re. So where a lot of the characters we talk about get more character development or you find out more about them in re we will not be talking about that this time yeah not this go around because that's a whole new thing and it's a lot and the base story in itself is a lot so we're just gonna keep it there not to confuse people or change stuff around that's where we're going and i have opinions on re so don't even get me started and i haven't touched it so i have none don't That's- get me started because yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, everybody. So we are going to jump right into this episode. All right. So Tokyo Ghoul. Cole, what's the premise of this? You know, you hear Tokyo and you hear Ghoul. What are we talking about here? In my personal opinion, as Mm -hmm. a Tokyo Ghoul stan. Stand. So Tokyo Ghoul, for me, is a action, horror, fantasy. I would say those are like the three genres that fit it the most. Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Manga to anime series that is about Tokyo in a world where there are both humans and ghouls. Ghouls being people, or I guess they refer to them more so as like creatures, but they just look like normal people Mm -hmm. who 
have to survive off of eating people. So they have to drink blood, they have to eat their organs, stuff like that in order to live. Their bodies physically reject normal food that a human would eat. Mm -hmm. And so the story follows along as the tension between ghouls and humans kind of grow. And now there's a whole government organization called the CCG. Mm -hmm. The CCG stands for the Commission of Counter Ghoul. So they are a kind of like a military-esque, I would say, like organization. Like, right. They do like recon and like get info, but like for Mm -hmm. most part, it's them sending out soldiers and developing weapons that are specifically designed to fight ghouls. Right. Because in pretty much every single way, ghouls are superior to humans they are stronger they're faster their skin is tougher they're hard to kill you have to kill them in certain ways in order to do it it's like vampires kind of you know right yeah I think um uh the term ghoul alone has a bunch of different definitions especially in cultures and how you define it so the fact that they took kind of the mixture of a vampire and a zombie together having that human-esque person that can go around their daily and you would never know but then also having this animalistic need to eat and kill other people is a really cool concept especially as we get into the characters you're going to see that some of these ghouls totally different than what you would normally think they would be and constantly you're questioning like Are they really as bad as everyone is saying they are? Or is there like some humanity to them? That I think is the the part that I like about Tokyo Ghoul the most. Mm -hmm. Because here's a little insight into Cole for everybody. I'm the type of person, if I'm in a room with you, I don't care if I met you yesterday or I've known you for 10 years. I want to have deep moral and ethical conversations. Can confirm. I want to know everything. I want to ask you deep questions because I don't care what your favorite fucking color is. I don't care what your favorite food is, if I'm being completely honest. I want to know, does your brain follow a similar path to mine? Or do you understand my way of thinking? Because at the end of the day, if you understand how I think, we're going to get along because I'm going to say things and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I see that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's what I need in my life (laughs) (laughs) and so I like manga and animes like this that tweak with your mind and make you kind of sway between who's right and who's wrong because at the end of the day if we want to be completely honest everyone's in the wrong here yeah honestly The whole premise makes it seem like, well, ghouls are the bad guy because they have to eat humans, all of this, da-da-da-da-da. But then you see that some ghouls use ethical ways to maintain their feasting habits, like consuming already dead people, collecting corpses of people who committed suicide. Trigger warning. Sorry. So, yeah, it, it poses great moral and ethical questions that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. so Jada yeah if you 
were walking around in this time and you right. wanted to identify someone who was a ghoul. Mm-hmm. What are some of the key characteristics of a ghoul that would help you know if someone is or is not? Right. Well, what I found this anime right off the bat, they did a really good job of masking the ghouls. It literally is like you can walk around and your neighbor can be a ghoul and you would never know. But there is this really cool thing that you see um, in the anime are their eyes, which I love. Basically, their entire eye is black. And the, um, what is it? The iris? It's, well, so um, it's flipped. So when they're ghouls, um, which most ghouls can like hide it. That's how right. they like go about their every life. But then mm-hmm. when they're like, fighting or they're feasting and they're kind of like letting their I guess they're like ghoul nature they're like animalistic nature take right. over mm-hmm. their eyes turn red and then they have like black black pupils and then that's the reverse that's what I was talking about yeah, right so it's pupils in that are black mm-hmm, that you can see that which I've always thought was really cool I also really like in any anime when like you can see a character powering up or like you just see someone who it doesn't have like human abilities and something goes crazy with their eyes. Like, like a physical change that clearly right. in your mind distinguishes like, okay, here we go. Like it's starting kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like they're either pissed or like, ooh, power up. Here we go. Obviously yeah. we know that um, Dragon Ball is the kings Ugh. of doing that. Ugh. The kings. <laughs> Like, you don't know anything's going down and then boom, he's blonde. King. Yep. But yeah, I've always, I've always loved that about ghouls. Um, and then also ghouls have, so we've talked about briefly how they're pretty much hard to kill. And it's not just because they're stronger, faster, all this stuff, but they have a unique ability um, and it's called a cogune. So it's a ghoul organ and it's basically like, like, let's say. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> let's say. I'm ready to shoot this down so quick. He's, Go. He's going to, because I'm about to dumb this down for myself. <laughs> let's say you were able to take an organ, a part of your body. I'm thinking like your intestines uh-huh. and like use it as a weapon. Like if you were able to take that out and Fling it around like a like a whip and mm-hmm. just whoosh. it's like that but cooler jada said imagine you have a kiddie pool on your back <laughs> full of blood full of blood and you're so, able to just <laughs> on people to be and, a and little more graceful towards what a cogune yeah. is i'm here for fun <laughs> so Ghouls, we talked about, have some major anatomical differences. Not being able to digest normal human food, it makes them sick. That's one of the ways you can tell a ghoul apart is you won't see them eating normal food. Um, So a lot of them teach themselves to like just bite, swallow food, and then pretend to chew and then throw it up because it makes their body actually weaker if they consume that food. Right. Mm -hmm. And the cogune is basically a separate organ. 
in their body and it contains what are called RC cells. And when a ghoul is fighting in combat or anything like that, wherever that cogune is located comes out of their body and it forms kind of a red, kind of like mechanical but human-esque thing that they fight with. So like some Mm -hmm. of them, it comes out of their shoulder and it like wraps around their arm and it's more of a blade. Some people it comes around their leg. Other people, it looks like spider legs. And so it's very different depending on the person. But that cogune is made of those RC cells. And that inherently is why they have to consume people is so that they can replenish their RC cells that they have because they have more than humans do. Kind of like how vampires got to drink blood because they don't got the vitamins. Exactly. Pretty much, but yeah. This is more intense because they have to eat everything. It's not like a little bite, drink blood. Okay, thank you. It's like, you want going to be your liver? I'm going to need that. Yeah. So then if we jump into kind of the opposite side, what their antithesis would be. So we have the ghouls, then there are the CCG. So the CCG, like we said, is like a ghoul fighting government organization. Their whole job is to fight the ghouls, kill them. And in their world, they're saving humanity from these creatures or these monsters that are eating them. Mm -hmm. And we will jump more into kind of the characters that are ghouls and CCG and all of that. But for now, we'll take you to the first episode. So the kind of main characters that you get introduced to. So the anime as a whole is revolving around a man named Ken Kaneki. So mm-hmm. Kaneki is the main character and he has a best friend. His name is Hide. And him and Hide are just in school. They, Kaneki's a big reader. I would say in context of Kaneki and Hide, I am Hide and Jada is Kaneki. Um, I'll take it. When Kaneki's human. Okay. I'm about to be like, um, I know I'm pretty badass, Cole, but I'm not that badass. I mean, like, come sure. on. Give me a little bit. <laughs> But now that you said when he's human, now I take offense. It's true, though. Like, Kaneki is seen as a very, like, coy. He's very demure. He's very shy. And he's a reader. And he just kind of, like, is a good student. He does his thing. He has a very tragic backstory of his own, of his parents dying. And... He has a friend who is basically the polar opposite opposite of him. I combined all three of those words to opposite. Yeah, I heard it. I'm like, wow. (laughs) Um, Which is Hide. And Hide is more outgoing. He's kind of seen as a very like ostentatious, maybe a little like quirky guy. Yeah, like the the comic relief friend, the one that always makes you smile. Shut up. It always (laughs) makes you smile, invites you out to parties, you know, like go talk to that girl, all that stuff. We love that kind of person. I wish I had someone like that in my life. Wow. (laughs) 
but <laughs> speaking of having a friend to make you talk to girls, they're sitting at this cafe, which is Real called Onteku. We will mm-hmm. get into Onteku later. We will. But Kaneki and Hide are sitting there, they're eating, and Kaneki's like, hey, so there's like this girl here who comes here. She's real pretty. I'll really like her. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. In she walks. Red hair. No, purple hair. No, purple. Mm-hmm. Yes, purple hair. Skinny, pretty, Skinny. all that. Queen, glasses, mm-hmm. primp and proper. And we learned that her name is Rize. Mm-hmm. And Hide leaves at this point and kind of embarrasses Kaneki because he's like, good luck, man. Have fun. Get your girl. uh, In front of everyone. And he's like, God dang it, Hide. So he sits, he's reading his book and then he's like stealing glances at Rize, right? He's Mm -hmm. like, ooh, 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 ooh. Mm -hmm. And at one point you literally see that he's staring at her tits. Uh (laughs) I mean... Listen, <laughs> don't do that. Don't go to a cafe and just, you know, like stare, stare at, at someone. Boobs. Yeah, don't 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 do that. But he did because he doesn't know yeah. any better. He's a he's like a college kid. All yeah, of that. you know, um, but he's cute. So he gets a pass. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But he then sees her pull out a book. And coincidentally, Ooh. it's the same book Kaneki's reading. Now listen, like, <gasps> now listen, when you at a bookstore at a cafe, the most cute places in the world to meet anyone, and you sit in there mind your own business, and you see someone fine across from you, and not only that they're fine, but they pull out a book that you like, instant Done. marriage. Uh-huh. Instant marriage. And you know what? I would have done the same. That's what Kaneki's like, thinking. He I sees w- the book, he sees her tits, and he says, waifu. Waifu, <laughs> wife her up. And I would have been like, you know what? Go for it, my guy. Respect. When we learn what happens, we might- It's a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> but as of right now, go for it. Shoot your shot. And so then he's like still stealing glances, but then he she makes eye contact with him, da 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 and actually she like makes the first move and they start talking about reading and then he, they get a date set. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to, you know, Kaneki's talking to Hide and he's like, oh my God, yeah, we're gonna go to like a bookstore and like a cafe, it's gonna be so cute. Oh my God, and Hide's like, Bleh, don't care. <laughs> and cut to their date, it's going well, they're talking and then Rize is like, hey, can you walk me home? There's been a lot of ghoul attacks lately. And he's like, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I don't know in what world Rize thought this little string bean boy was going to be any help to her fighting a ghoul, but you figured out her intention, so it's okay. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And they're walking. And the picture that is shown in the anime and in the manga is hilarious to me because it's literally like this beautifully paved well-lit street and then just stairs leading down off to the side to like the dark part of town where there's no lights and she's Mm -hmm. like I live down here and he goes oh okay okay like listen girl (laughs) listen at that moment you're gonna have to walk yourself because every 
black instinct in me is saying no absolutely not the ancestors are calling they're saying don't go and I like light me an empath sensing that this is a bad idea <laughs> this is a bad idea but does he does he trust his insects does no. he listen insects? to insects <laughs> insects I'm pretty sure the bugs there too were like don't do it bro oh not even do the it. moths go there like literally but did he listen no because all he saw was tits and that's it you boys out there just thinking <laughs> with that mm. go ahead Cole what happens what happens, what happens? so <laughs> he keeps walking Rize down this dark path and then she kind of stops and kind of he's like hey you are we where you are what's up boo, 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 boo. <laughs> and she's like Kaneki, i haven't been entirely honest with you on why what? i you on this date and he's like what do you mean <laughs> And she like walks over and gets real close to him. And she goes, you see, I've been watching you too. And in his head, he's like, oh my God, she oh my wants God. to fuck me. I'm about yes. to get laid. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then she goes, oh, your skin, it looks so nice. Bitch, she fucking chomps him. She, numb numb of the century when I said I fell out of my seat because this girl just took a burger-sized biting of Mm -hmm. this man's shoulder. A chomp chomp out of him. a baby and she's like and then he like falls and it's like oh my god no and then that's when her eyes are red and she's just laughing and she's like Kaneki you know what I love more than reading it's seeing that scared look on your face as I eat you and so then her like Kagyun comes out and she's like ready to kill him and she's chasing him hitting him around the boy is pretty much dead pretty much she like throws him and he like falls into his pile of metal and he's just laying there dead and she walks over and she's like oh you're gonna look so nice I believe she says something where she's like oh the perfect amount of body fat not too thin but not too fat you're gonna be so tender and then all of a sudden you're like wait why the fuck we cut into this skyscraper scene mm-hmm. and then you hear a little boom, 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 and you're like what was that <laughs> and then she looks up huge metal poles fall from the sky and land on her and her like work her last words are like why you and then you see the shadowy figure and that's it so someone dropped these metal fucking things on her and for context more into Rize she throughout the manga doesn't have a very clear backstory because she uses aliases she doesn't say where she's from all we know is that she went from the 11th ward which think of wards as like communities yeah Mm -hmm. she went from the 11th ward to the 20th ward which is where Kaneki Anteku and all of that is and she got the nickname as the binge eater Mm -hmm. the reason being is that ghouls 
in I guess theory, they really only need to eat like one person a week to satiate their hunger. But this bitch was eating piles of people every Mm -hmm. day. Like she just loved it. She loved eating people. It was her favorite thing. So everyone called her the binge eater. People didn't like her because she was strong and Mm -hmm they knew that about her so no one would mess with her but she would go into other ghouls like turf or territory and eat people there and they were like what are you doing but Rise was also a cannibal which means she would eat other ghouls which is very frowned upon Mm -hmm. and so people also didn't mess with her because they're like well bitch she's bloodthirsty and hungry she'll just kill me and eat me yeah pretty much and it was like um it's really interesting her entire character she was just like chaotic in everything Mm -hmm. that she did but she was very mm, she planned everything you know even with Kaneki Mm -hmm. she watched him she knew what his favorite book was she dressed cute like she had intentions she knows how to play the perfect predator she wasn't like she wasn't like a like a cannon or a tornado she was like like it wasn't like she was just like i'm hungry i'm gonna break into this house and eat all these people yeah kill your whole family like no she would make sure it was in private she would make sure she had her time because that's Mm -hmm. another thing is she wanted to just sit and enjoy her meal Mm mm-hmm before in the first episode you even get introduced to Kaneki you get a scene which you figure out was Rize and it's this woman and she's sitting here with a pile of people just eating them naked and another ghoul shows up this ghoul is Yakumo or the Jason as he's Mm -hmm. known and he shows up and he's like, hey, little lady, da 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 da. And she's like, I hate when my meals are interrupted. And Jason, as a character, we'll jump more into him later, but he's also someone who, like, he has a nickname being called Jason. He's a well known ghoul. And she's like, ugh, like, stay away from me. And she was basically so fast that she stole something from him, these little set of like plier things that he would use to cut people's fingers off Mm -hmm. and then throw it. And he was like, why would you do that? Mess with my tools, da, 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 da. And she's like, ew. And then she just runs away. And so you're like, damn, this bitch is not afraid. She knows her strength and she just wants to do her thing. She don't give a fuck. Mm -mm. So that was it. After Kaneki's interaction with Rize, we get a internal monologue kind of thing of Kaneki presumably dying and he's like in a thing of water and he's like oh my god what's going on what happened last thing I remember I was on a date with Rize and then you see Rize come into the frame and like lay her body on top of his and he's like what is going on Mm -hmm. bitch so Kaneki, after all of this happened, needed some of his organs replaced. Mm-hmm. The only body that was there that they could use was Rize's. So they took organs, ghoul organs, might I add, yeah. out of Rize and put them in Kaneki. 
to skip some story, this effectively turned Kaneki into a half-ghoul, half-human. And Rize is presumed to be dead. At this point, people believe she's dead. And next you get the establishment of the story of Kaneki figuring out he's a ghoul. He cannot come to terms with it at first. It's like terrible to him because like most humans, he sees the ghouls as monsters. And so he tries to eat regular food and it tastes terrible. He even tries to stab himself to get the organs out of him. And when he goes to stab himself with the knife, the knife just bends. He can't get puncture his own skin. And then like with ghouls, you can't kill them with normal weapons. mm -hmm. That's what happens. And that's what made people so afraid. Cause you're like, when you think of hurting someone, you think of your normal things, but you can't with them. And even with food, the scene of him stuffing everything that he had in his fridge into his mouth and then immediately throwing up, but also him bawling his eyes out because he's looking at the news and they're saying, if you see someone who doesn't eat, keep an eye on them because they're probably a ghoul. And he's like, (gasps) and at this point as well. Kaneki has one ghoul eye so he has one eye that's black and red Mm -hmm. and because he's basically a young ghoul he isn't like the other ghouls who know how to hide it his is just out he's not good at keeping it away so he starts wearing an eye patch Mm -hmm. but it's it's like so interesting to me as well the way that they choose the ghoul's internal narrative of describing human food like so many times you hear it with Kaneki you hear it with Toka of they pretend to eat human food and they're like oh the bread tastes like a sponge the meat tastes rancid like all of these things and you're like damn this shit really tastes like garbage to them yeah honestly and I think that's like very important that that was done because otherwise you're just like ah they just like choose not to eat food no bitch like it tastes like poo poo yeah like it's it's they don't they can't even try it or like I like we said before they've trained parts of some of them have trained themselves to fake it mm-hmm. but even then, like they literally just can't do it. It's almost like, just think about any food that you're either allergic to or you're like the food you hate the most. Like Mm -hmm. it's like that, but every single thing you eat except human flesh. And that's terrible. Coffee. And coffee. I forgot about that because that brings us back to to the cafe. Ghouls can drink coffee, which is why they kind of flock to cafes especially this cafe in the 20th ward called Onteku it's the only thing for whatever reason that ghouls can eat that humans can also eat that is fine so which is like you know cool (laughs) that that was it that was everything else everything else alcohol no apple juice get out but coffee a good cup of joe mm, i'm human now 
And so you see a lot of Kaneki's breakdown of him being like, I don't want to be a ghoul. I hate this. And then because he isn't eating people, it sends him into a frenzy of he keeps smelling things. He's like, oh, that smells so good. And one of the things I thought was interesting is he said like, oh, that smells like my mom's cooking. So not only do is like people all they can eat, their mm-hmm. aroma is enticing. It right. smells like beautiful food, all mm-hmm. of these things. And each time this happens, he would realize it was a person. That's and terrible. Yeah, like he rounds the corner, like chasing after this smell. And there's a guy sitting there eating someone. He's like, is this what I was smelling? And the guy was like, hey, uh, I'll share, like, here's his arm. And Kaneki at this point is no, 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 no. He's like, Mm-mm-mm. I'm not eating a person. Like, that's a human. I would never do that. I'm not a ghoul. I'm not going to do that. No, that's and not for me. He pisses me off in the beginning because he doesn't realize it. But by like saying those things and doing those things, one, he's hurting himself, but also yeah. he's being. I don't know if you would call it racist or speciesist or whatever, but he's being hateful towards ghouls. No, honestly, and people don't think about that because I'm, when you're in that state, he got like the main character syndrome. So it's like, I just became this creature that everyone says is horrible and I'm not going to do any research on it. So I'm just going to hate it. And now I'm that creature and now I hate myself. Mm-hmm. that's terrible and the fact that in that world I know for a fact you can do research on ghouls it's everywhere oh, everyone knows does about it. it exactly like you can do your research you can probably find one that is cool like there are ones out there but he's in this mindset of just like I'm gonna eat someone that's terrible like obviously no one wants to do that morally that's not okay but they have taken precautions and most of them are able to work around it so that they can live normal lives and at the beginning yeah he is super inconsiderate to everything and is not willing to learn anything in order to make his life better well in all of those characteristics about his personality that we just talked about with him being a new ghoul, mm-hmm. they flow perfectly into this exact moment of him meeting Toka. Right. So Toka is basically like the best girl, the female main character of the anime. Queen. We saw her one time before this. She is a waitress at Onteku, the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And now he sees this man who was eating and he's like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. And then another character shows up. This character is known as Nishki. So Mm -hmm. at this point, we don't know anything about Nishki, just that he is a ghoul because he shows up and he kills that guy who's eating someone else. And he's like, you're on my turf, like da, 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 da. And then he's like, I'm gonna kill Kaneki. And then Toka shows up and she slices him with her hand. And she she looks at him and Toka is a fucking badass. She's temperamental. Mm -hmm. She's sassy. 
and she's very strong-willed and she looks at him and she goes just because Rize's dead doesn't mean you weaklings get to pick up on turf and he's like no this is my turf da, 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 da. and she's like that's fine and she fucking slices him some more and she goes you want to fucking go again bitch and he goes away luckily and then Toka sees Kaneki and she's like wait you're that guy Rize was with because also Rize saw Kaneki and her go into that dark alleyway and right Toka looked at them and Rize looked at her and was like, is there a problem, Toka? And she goes, nothing, and walks away. So now we know Toka's a ghoul, Rize was a ghoul. These were people who were just perceived to be normal people in the world, but are ghouls. Right. And that yeah. was the main, like, scary thing about ghouls was, like, anyone could be one. You don't mm-hmm. know. And she's like, why didn't Rize kill you? What's going on? And and then she like puts the pieces together that, oh, you're the boy who got an organ transplant. Oh my God, you got Rize's organs. Boom, 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 boom. We figured mm-hmm. that out as the story goes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you need to fucking eat. You're like dying, basically. You're frenzying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm not a monster like you. Da, 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 da. And she just starts fucking wailing on him. And she's like, the fuck you just say to me bitch yeah and finally he's like no i'm not gonna do it da-da. and she goes fine if you're not gonna eat i'm gonna make you she picks up some of the dead person and she just slams it into his mouth oh my god and then he's out cold <laughs> that was <laughs> that was it you get a strong girl to just stuff someone's organs in your mouth and that's a ko uh-huh immediately so- <laughs> Now we get into the establishment of a few more characters and also a main place. We've talked about it a couple of times, mm-hmm. Onteku. So Onteku, like we said, is located within the 20th ward here. And it is a cafe that this whole time without Hide, without Kaneki knowing, is actually ran and owned by ghouls. And it is kind of like, a center point in the 20th ward for ghouls so toka is a ghoul and she works there all the other staff that work there are ghouls and then you get introduced to the owner of mm-hmm. Onteku. his name is yoshimura and he is an older man and he gives off very wise and caring vibes right so when he uh he Basically, um, when he finds Kaneki and like sees him, he's like, okay, like we ended up having to feed you and all of this, da 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 da. And he's like crying. He's like, oh my God, da 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 da. And he teaches him that ghouls can drink coffee. And he's like, oh my God, thank you. And he gives Kaneki these little, uh, what look like sugar cubes. Mm-hmm. And uh he's like these will help with your hunger and Kaneki's like do I want to know what they are and he goes I think it's best if you don't because basically it's like blood and shit like in this little sugar cube to put into his coffee to like Mm -hmm. help them so at this point Kaneki's only surviving on coffee which most people are so you know relate we're gonna skip around obviously because we're not gonna give you a synopsis of the whole story 
but you have met Rize, you've met Toka, we've met Kaneki, you've met Yoshimura, the owner of Onteku, and we've met Nishiki. So mm-hmm. more happens with Nishiki. Um, Kaneki and Hide are like hanging out. And then we figure out that Nishiki is actually an upper class man at their school. Yep. And Hide is like, hey, I have to go talk to this guy, like get some things. Do you want to come with me? Kaneki's like, sure. They go there and Kaneki recognizes him instantly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, that's the ghoul guy. And Nishiki recognizes him, but he can't say anything. So he's just like, hey, what's up? What's your name? Da, 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 da. You know, the thing is about the anime is you have to take into account that all these other ghouls have been doing this longer than Kaneki. So right. Kaneki's like shocked by things. He still doesn't understand things. Whereas like for Nishiki, he's like, oh, another fucking ghoul. Gotta act cool. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he does it. Um, this is where Nishiki basically makes a big plan of he's pissed that he feels like his turf was stepped on and that Toka came and like messed with him, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So he is able to get them to this place where he then kicks the shit out of Hide, knocks him out. Then he's like, I'm gonna fight you, Kaneki. Well, at this point, Kaneki, because he's not eating people, can't use his kagyun, which is that organ that we talked about that ghouls use to fight with. Mm -hmm. Nishiki, he eats people, so he can. And nine times out of ten, if not 9.9 times out of ten, a ghoul with a kagyun is going to beat a ghoul without it. And so he, like, fucking beats the shit out of Kaneki and no one's there to help and she's like toka's not showing up no one mm-hmm. is coming to save them and then nishiki starts stomping on hide's face and N- nishiki is like ah you were gonna save him to eat him weren't you you've been eyeing him and he's like no he's my best friend da, da, da. and increasingly going from sad to like pure rage yep and then all of a sudden out of nowhere Kaneki just fucking sprouts his kagyun. And Nishi's like, what the fuck? And then <laughs> Kaneki just goes berserk. He like hits him up in the air, stabs his, his kagyun is kind of like four tentacles that come out of his lower back. Hot. And he just fucking stabs him and then throws him into the bars and all of this. Very quickly beats the shit out of him. And then you hear Nishiki go, that's Rize's Kagyun. Ooh. That's, 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 that's all you get. You're like, oh. So people are putting together what happened. As well, something interesting that happens throughout the anime and the manga is people will be like, Kaneki, you smell like a female ghoul. Like, you smell like how right. a female ghoul smells. Mm-hmm. Or people who knew Rize, like uh, Banjo, mm-hmm. he says, you smell like Rize. And so, you know, we know, but not all the characters know. So not you're like, everyone. boy, of course he does. Like, why are you over here smelling like summer roses? Is that a lotion you use? And he's like, I don't Bath use and body works, roses. baby, 50% off. And, and we're all like, but you do. It's because of them organs. But mm-hmm. it's so funny how, like, again, it shows you that ghouls are different from humans and they can smell each other, especially like when you're with someone all the time, 
you go by smell like, oh, they've been there and it can get stronger. It can get weaker. You know, they definitely Mm -hmm. use that. And especially with finding food. And that's why that in the beginning, why Kaneki was like really fighting against that because he didn't know how strong his senses have gotten. Everyone smelled like beef jerky. Everyone was like, damn. That smells like my mom's cooking. And it was, it was literally so difficult. And you can imagine the life of a ghoul that they have to go through that, especially the ones that don't want to kill. Like Mm -hmm. you're walking around and they can tell like, okay, it's feeding time again. And you're walking around and everyone is just smelling like cheeseburgers. And it's so difficult. You know how there was always in like you're in a small town. I grew up in a small town and all of that. There was always like a pizza place or something that when you drove past it, you could smell it. Like it always smelled really good when they Mm -hmm. were cooking. Imagine that you're starving. Like you were, you were haven't ate in weeks and you're yep. just walking around it, every person and everything just smells like this, like delicious food. Like that's hard. But you also have to act human. So now you're going every day and it's like a coworker invites you to lunch or you have school lunch or anything like that and you can't eat it. Mm-hmm. Like or you have to pretend. Good. You got to pretend and then spit that back up. And guess what? You're still hungry because it's not human. Mm-hmm. that is bonkers and i give so much credit to the ghouls who have truly decided not to go down the path of murder like mm-hmm. literally they have tried everything constantly drinking coffee with all of those little sugar cubes you know like only taking from the dead all that stuff and they they are the real ones because that has to be so difficult and it also brings you into the mindset of kind of humanizing ghouls like now you're at the point where you can you can choose to still hate them if you want but you can't get over the human in them that's hard here's the thing if you think about tokyo ghoul as a whole if the manga and the anime wasn't centered around kaneki someone who is a ghoul and it didn't show you that side of it it would be so easy just to hate them and just go Mm -hmm. with the ccg or the humans right the story is all dependent on the fact of humanizing a group of people that is seen as deadly or is seen as monsters because at the end of the day that's pretty much how everyone and everything is. It's very easy to disassociate being human and human feelings and human Mm -hmm. emotions Mm -hmm. with some people or with groups of people like that. Mm -hmm. And it's so important that this anime took that angle so that it creates that dilemma in your head. Cause like me personally, from Mm -hmm. what I've seen, yep. The CCG is just as evil as any ghoul ever. Right. And so it's truly like, like we said at the beginning, they are both evil. Like they are both just horrible groups of people. There are good humans, there are good ghouls, and then there are just the trash of both of them. So you can't really say who's right and who's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, it's definitely hard to choose a side if you wanted to. I tend to see both and just pick the people that I like 
because yeah, that's all you can do. Choosing a side would honestly, like, you know, the other side is going to hate you either way. So it's really nice to like see these characters, how they grow, how they interact with each other and just kind of hope for the best. You know, all you can do is just root for your main guy. And this exactly. man goes through the ringer. He does. Man. So after Kaneki's big fight with Nishiki, he ends up back at Onteku. They have healed him back to health. Toka found them, brought them there, all of that. Same with Hide. At this point, Kaneki's like, I don't know what to do. Clearly, I like can't keep my friends safe. It's unsafe for him to be around me. And that's when Yoshimura invites Kaneki to be a worker and stay at Onteku. Mm-hmm. And he said, the only thing that I ask is that if Onteku is going to help you, you help Onteku. So you have to work here. You have to help us. Right. This leads us into getting introduced to a whole slew of characters. So we're just going to kind of bounce through them. Yeah. We get introduced to Yomo. Yomo, while is not necessarily a waiter at Onteku, he is seen as kind of Yoshimura's right-hand man. He is the Mm -hmm. protector. He's a man of very few words. He's very strong. And he just is there to protect the ghouls and be helpful to Yoshimura on the ghoul side, not necessarily the human side. Right. So he's the one who takes Kaneki with him to show them how Onteku gets their food And what they do is they go to spots around the city that are known, trigger warning, suicide spots where Mm -hmm. people will go there to end their life and they collect the dead bodies. And that's where Onteku gets their food from so that Mm -hmm. they can give ghouls. And so that is seen as like the ethical way of being a ghoul. Obviously, it's not 100% foolproof or practical and all of that, but that's basically how they do it Mm -hmm. you obviously have already met toka and then who else do we meet i think that's pretty much it Um, for onteku at this point yeah for the squad that's pretty much the characters that we are going with um that you see at the cafe that are Mm -hmm. pretty much helping kaneki through this that know like what he is yeah so then you get introduced to some more humans other than Hide. Mm-hmm. The kind of first two that we get introduced to are Mado and Amon. Mm-hmm. Amon is a first class school investigator, which just means he's like a higher up person who he walks around and is hunting ghouls and investigates for them. And he is partnered with Mado. Mato is also a first-class school investigator. He's like an older man and kind of a mentor to Amon. Mm -hmm. So the ghouls called the CCG people the doves. And the way they can identify them is they're usually walking around in these like white coats and they carry around a briefcase. Mm -hmm. This briefcase has what is called a queen K in it. So Queen K is a weapon that the CCG makes that is made from the organ in ghouls that make their cogune. So they're able to take that out when a ghoul dies and morph it into a weapon that the CCG can use to fight ghouls. Because like we said, other means of fighting don't work. So they have to make Queen Ks and these special bullets that are able to hurt them. Mm-hmm. 
So if we jump forward, one of the first major fights that happens is Amon and Mato are in the 20th ward hunting for ghouls. They had gotten word that Jason was there and that the binge eater was there, which was Rize and Yakumo. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking for Jason. Da, 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 da. We get introduced to a character named Hinami. Hinami is a very young girl and her dad works uh, making tools for ghouls. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, he is killed by Jason and then... Furthermore, her mother, who is hiding away at Onteku with her, gets killed when she basically sacrifices herself to save Hinami and is killed by Mato and Amon. It's a very sad scene. You watch her crying. And Mato is interesting because he's your first introduction into a human character that is seen as just disgustingly evil. Because mm-hmm. when ghouls feel emotion, he's like, oh, you're you're faking emotion. Like, oh, I'm so sad, you little rat. Like, he's so rude. He's so mean. He thinks, like, ghouls are just the grossest scum of the earth. And he shows no mercy. So at this point, Hinami is an orphan. And she is found by Kaneki. And he takes him her back to Onteku. And she is then hiding away in there. And she becomes like a little sister to both Kaneki and Toka. Kaneki mm-hmm. teaches her how to read because she can't go to school and all of right. these things. And Toka and her have known each other for a while because her mom and her would come to Anteku to get food. And so she's very cute. And we have a big fight that happens where Mato has seen Hinami. And he knows, okay, there's a young ghoul out here that we have to kill, which don't even get me started on the fact that they're hunting this adorable little girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. Evil girl. We got to kill her. All of that. So they set up a trap, which is they take the body parts of her mother and put them in a duffel bag and throw them in a certain place and then wait. And Hinami smells it and is like, oh my God, that's mom. And she ends up running away while Toka's with her. And she goes and she finds the duffel bag. And Toka's like, oh my God, I gotta go find her. Da, 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 da. Huge fight breaks out. It's basically Mato versus Toka and Hinami, which Hinami's not a fighter. She's a little girl. Mm-hmm. And then Kaneki versus Amon, because Kaneki followed as well to be helpful. At this point, Kaneki has his mask. So the ghouls typically, when they know they are going to be seen or are going to fight, they wear masks to hide their identity so that they can still live a normal life and be walking around and not have to go into hiding. Right, yeah. So the fight breaks out and... Toka and Mato are fighting. At this point, Mato has made Hinami's mother and father into Quinkes. So he has this big one that looks like a butterfly, which was her mother's, and this one that looks like a big spiky like whip that was her father's. 
And seeing this, of course, just like tears Hinami apart. And she's like crying. And Toka's just trying to defend her. But this guy knows what he's doing with these Queen Ks. And he's fucking going at her. And she's mm-hmm. fighting. At this point, Toka has her Kagyun out. And she's like, sh- her co- her Kagyun is like a wing. And it's able to shoot what look like these like fun little crystals that are pointy. And she mm-hmm. like is shooting those at him. He's deflecting. And he ends up grabbing uh, Toka and he's like about to kill her. And she goes, so long, girl. And then all of a sudden, Toka's like, wait, I'm still alive. And we look and Mato's arm is cut off. Ooh. And then you see Hinami still like head in her hands crying, but she has half of her mom's cogune and half of her dad's. So she has two little like whip spike tails and then two big butterfly wings. And Coolest, then, prettiest thing uh, ever. And Mato's like, oh, I love that. You inherited the best of both your parents. I'm gonna kill you and make it my queen K. And so he's like going at her and she's just literally standing there. She is not moving a goddamn muscle. I remember that. Mm -hmm. He is like maybe 10 years old. And his cogune stabs into her butterfly wing. She wraps it around it, pulls him forward, and then she just fucking picks him up and slices him in half. Yep. Yep. Slices him in half. And then in half. This baby girl. And you know, Hinami's still crying. Toka's now free. And he starts like crawling at them. And he's like, I'm going to get you still, even though he's like, he's dead. He's dying. He's dead. And he like reaches for Toka and I guess like touches her leg. And she's like, you like monster. And she yanks off his glove and she sees that he has on a wedding ring. And then all of a sudden for her, it became real. She's like, oh my God. This was a person who had a wife, who had kids, and now he's dead. And so it shows more, again, that ethical and moral dilemma of, did they necessarily want to kill them? No. Mm-mm. But they were attacked and they did it and they still felt guilt from it. Again, not all ghouls do, as we will see, but yes. the good ones do. And that's what made this battle feel like good versus evil, but where good was the ghouls. Because you're like, this man attacked them. This man was trying to kill them. A little girl. They were trying to defend themselves. And did he end up dead? Yes. And that's sad. But it was interesting because it's like one of the first fights you see where you're kind of on the ghoul's side of it. Like you're like, this man is terrible. Mm-hmm. And well, it the- shows you too, like the moral compass is still there for most of them. You know, like we said, it's it's really flip floppy. Like when we say there are good, we can only say a handful just as much as we can say there are bad. Still mm-hmm. only a handful. It's literally straight down the middle. So now yeah. you've just seen the bad of the humans and the good of the ghouls. But even if that killing was justified, the ghouls still have maybe even a larger moral compass than humans do. Because they just killed someone who attacked them. And, and they still they feel, feel bad. bad. 
Right. And if you think about it, ghouls, they have to survive by eating people, all of that, but they also have to live their life hiding and live Mm -hmm. their life being afraid. Whereas humans do as well, but in a different capacity, I think. Mm -hmm. And so I think that affects it. Mm -hmm. So while that fight is going on, Kaneki is fighting Amon. So their battle is rather uneventful in terms of like combat it's mm-hmm. mostly just Kaneki refusing to attack Amon and Amon is like why aren't you fighting me like you're a ghoul and he's like I don't want to hurt you and all of what Kaneki does really gets into Amon's head and mm-hmm. Amon is like why didn't he want to fight me why did he say that he you know doesn't want this da, 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 da. and you see that that sticks with Amon throughout the whole thing At this point, we can then jump into a bigger arc that happens in Tokyo Ghoul. Mm -hmm. This is what we're going to call the Aogiri arc. So, Aogiri. Aogiri tree. Aogiri. Aogiri. (laughs) Tree is a ghoul organization run by the one-eyed king who wishes to rule over all ghouls and kill the humans, especially the humans that kill them. AKA the CCG. AKA the JCPD. No, that's Batman. <laughs> AKA PBS kids. So... AKA police. Anyway, go. Oh, yes, call them out. <laughs> So this is where you're, we get introduced to all the rest of kind of the major characters. So we're just going to jump through them. You know, we've talked about a lot of story up to this point. So we're going to jump to what is going to be the end climax and then give you a bunch of characters. Rapid fire, go. So everyone ready, spoiler alert for the characters, because we're just going to say who they really are. We're not going to pretend they aren't that person. If you know, you know. Mm -hmm. So me and Jada, will just take turns. So the next person on the list is Eto. So Eto is a little girl. And when you first see her as a member of Aogiri, she's just from head to toe, covered in bandages, just wearing a dress, and you never see her really do anything. So you're like, hmm, don't know what's going on with her, whatever. Mm -hmm. Turns out she's the one-eyed king. She is the leader of Aogiri. The reason she is called the one-eyed king is because she is the original, the OG, OG. one-eyed ghoul. Because she did not get her one eye from a way that Kaneki did. Mm-mm. She got it because her dad, <clears throat> Yoshimura, the owner of Onteku, who is a ghoul, had a daughter with a human woman who human. died giving birth to Eto. Because that's how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> and so... And the story of like Yoshimura and his wife is so sad because when she finds out she's pregnant, he's like, oh my God, no, you're going to die. Like this baby is literally going to eat you from the inside out and you can't give it nutrients because you can't feed the baby normal food. And she 
lets Yoshimura get like human flesh and meat for her and she still eats it just so that she can have this baby I just want to call out I want to call out all my Twilight fans oh my god Breaking Dawn and Bella with her little demon vampire baby and when resume 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 how she had to literally drink blood because her own baby was literally sucking the blood out of her from inside mm-hmm. think about that but her actual organs this yeah. baby was just gonna numb numb on her kidney and she was like mm, no edward i want the baby yeah so uh She's the leader of Aogiri Tree. She obviously wants to kill the human. She wants to kill the CCG. And one interesting thing about Eto is she is actually has a human alias that she uses where she is actually the author of the books that Kaneki was reading and uh, Rize was reading. Mm-hmm. And She's very sadistic because she uses that like cutesy I'm a little girl charm. Right. But she is, you know, a badass. She's the one-eyed king. She's considered to be one of the strongest ghouls. And when we talk about being a one-eyed ghoul, Eto is the only one who is, I guess, like a true one-eyed ghoul. She was born that way. Right. Kaneki was made a one-eyed ghoul when he got the organs from Rize. Mm -hmm. What we figure out is that that doctor ran away and is hiding because this whole time he's been doing experiments of putting ghoul organs into humans to make them ghouls. So we meet some other, there's these twin girls who they are also one-eyed ghouls. And more so, we figure out that he has Rize captured and has been using her organs to make them so then we figure out that Rize is alive and we're like oh my fucking god and her organs are being used for experiments Mm -hmm. now who's next Jada um next one I would say would be Ayato who is Toka's little brother Mm -hmm. um and he hates humans which sucks because Toka kind of tolerates them Mm mm-hmm um, but he's like a no-no, which I thought was actually really cool in their dynamic. I always like siblings who are different from different. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it if you play your cards right, it could really add to the story, especially because if you're fighting for one cause and your sibling, your family is fighting for another, it definitely adds more to the problem, you know, because mm-hmm. although you think your cause is great, you do have someone that is considered family, considered your blood on the other side. So what do you do then, you know? And I think they did a pretty good job with that. And so with their dynamic, uh, Ayato is a member of Aogiri. So he is with who are seen as like the big bad ghouls. Mm -hmm. And their backstory Ayato and Toka is that their mother has been dead for a while and then their father was killed by the CCG Mm -hmm. and so that's what led Ayato to hate humans and join Aogiri whereas Toka 
always remembered her dad telling them about how like he didn't hate humans and all of that so Toka wants to live a normal life she has a very like love-hate relationship with being a ghoul and she wants to be as normal as possible she doesn't want to kill people she has human friends whereas Ayato is like nah bitch I'm a ghoul I'm stronger than them I'm gonna kill them mm-hmm Next, we have Sukiyami. So he's an interesting character that is a part of another major conflict that happens. Uh, He is known as the Gourmet. He gets this name because he acts very French. Like he like speaks sometimes in a French accent and he Mm -hmm. dresses very proper, very like metrosexual, classy kind of guy. Yep. But... He is basically the antithesis of Rize, because where Rize was like, food is food, I just want to eat a lot of it. He wants to eat good food. So mm-hmm. he wants, that's why he's the gourmet. He wants the perfect meal. He wants someone who just tastes so good. And for him, that was Kaneki, because Kaneki was half ghoul, half human. And he figured that out. And he was like, oh my God, Kaneki, you smell so nice huh no go ahead uh you smell so nice da, 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 da. and then when he brings him he tricks Kaneki into coming to what he called like a special like gathering really yep. what was going to happen was there was a group of people there and they sent out this mutant monster to attack Kaneki and they all sat and watched and then we're going to eat Kaneki but then Kaneki's eye glows and he realizes, oh, he's a one-eyed ghoul. And he's like, I don't want to share this meal with these people. So right as Kaneki is like about to get killed, he jumps in, splits the little creature guy in half. And he goes, I'm so sorry for that, guys. I've changed my mind. Because he's like, I'm going to save you, Kaneki. I'm so sorry this happened. It was just a big misunderstanding. But in his mind, he's like, oh you're even better than I thought. I'm gonna fucking season you up and eat you so good. Spoiler, he never gets the chance to because Kaneki becomes stronger than him. Um, but yeah. Yep. Uh, then we get introduced to, oh, the final one, Jada. Ah, uh, yes, emo tat daddy. Yes, Uta. Uta. So remember how we mentioned before that ghouls wear masks so that they're able to fight and go around and then still take them off and live a normal life? Well, we have someone that actually makes masks and it's Uta. And when I tell you, this man is scrum dilly umptious. He is. He like has a shaved side and he's covered in tattoos. Covered. And he's very just like, huh. Hi, how are Hi. you? Like a very like nonchalant character, but mm-hmm. he got some he got some little scare to him. Like he got a little uh-huh. like, don't mess with me, guys. I may be cool, but I will break your neck. That kind of vibe. Yeah. And that is the best kind of vibe. So yeah, he's the mask maker. And he got history with Yomo. Um, yeah, they um they both come from the same ward. So Mm -hmm. Uta was kind of like one of the leaders of this ward and Yomo before he was like the cool, calm and collected guy that he is, I guess was like a bad boy. 
And so him and Uta fought and then they just became friends. And then he like chilled out and now they both live in the 20th ward together. So it's really cute. Super cute. Uh, Love it. Uh, another person that we brought up in passing that I'll just touch on one more time is Banjo. He is the former leader of the 11th Ward, and he comes to the 20th Ward because he heard that Rize came here, and he loves Rize. He's like, right. I'm looking for Rize, but then Kaneki smells like Rize, so he's like, you're her boyfriend, uh, and he's like, no, I'm sorry, da 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 Banjo's a softy. He ends up being right. a little softy. He's not even that much of a fighter, but he, he's mm-hmm. a very cute guy. The next person, so that's all the main ghouls that we're going to right. talk about. Next, we have Juzo. Juzo is one of the most recognizable characters from Tokyo Ghoul. He is basically a chaotic, young, orphaned kid who joins the CCG and honestly, I think he just joins the CCG because he likes killing. Uh, he's very sadistic, seems like a psychopath. And he is seen as kind of like the anti-hero because mm-hmm. he has no moral compass. But he's seen as a hero because he's on the side of the CCG. So he only really ever kills ghouls. But yeah, he's crazy. He, yeah, he's still crazy. And and in some cases, I like characters like that, but I'm, I don't really care for him. Not really. Yeah, and that's perfectly fine. Next, we have Shinohara. Shinohara is a special class CCG investigator, and he basically works very closely with Juzo and becomes mm-hmm. like a father figure to him. If you guys have listened to the Saddest Anime Deaths episode... I talked about the death of Shinohara right. and Juzo's reaction to that. So if you want further explanation of their dynamic, I encourage you to watch that episode. But Shinohara is like a father to Juzo. Juzo seemed to never reciprocate it. And then when he died, Juzo lost his mind. Yeah. Next, Jada. Arima is our next one. So he is special class school investigator. And he's also got this really edgy name, the CCG's Reaper. Mm-hmm. Um, not someone to mess with. No, he got, what is the name of it again? There are little things. Queen K. Queen K. His is lightning. Yeah. Arma is like, he's like this very elusive figure because you don't Mm -hmm. see him a lot through the anime until the end right but when you do hear about him it's always as if you see this guy run like get out he's one of the best ccg members he has a high kill count he always kills his mark and he has really cool queen k one of them is like this sword that he can use to shoot lightning Mm-hmm. which I'm like don't know when that happened but okay yeah right uh you see a lot more of Arima in Tokyo Ghoul Re, so we won't be getting into him too much that's kind of all you really see of him in the original uh, he's just he scary up, yeah he just shows up at the end and is part of like the big climax fight that happens mm-hmm. next we have the final person Akira 
uh, um, Mado. Akira is Mado's daughter. So after Mado died, uh, Akira joined the CCG after going to like the CCG training camp and becomes mm-hmm. partnered with Amon. Right. And she's a rank two. two. <laughs> tool? <laughs> she is a rank two ghoul investigator. And she, it's interesting because she ends up with Amon. And while she tolerates Amon, you do get a scene of after she has a couple of drinks, she talks about how she kind of hates Amon because Mm -hmm. she feels like, why weren't you there? Why did you let my dad die kind of thing? Mm -hmm. So she's a very like strong-willed character, a little bitchy. And yeah, you you only really see her towards the end. She doesn't play a huge part in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about two final major events. Yes, this episode is going to be long. Deal with it. I like Tokyo Ghoul. And, and I'm here too. <laughs> the two major events that we're going to talk about is Kaneki's kidnapping, the battle of like Onteku versus Aogiri, and then the big all-out, like, war in the 20th Ward that happens. Right. So we'll talk about the 20th Ward one more. So I'll give you just super brief synopses of what happens. Uh, Kaneki gets kidnapped by Jason Yakumo from Aogiri. At this point, we now know he is a member of Aogiri, and he is known for being a cannibal, and he is known for being someone who tortures his prey so he will kidnap them torture them and then eat them terrible and he likes to do this to ghouls so he gets kidnapped and taken to aogiri when they figure this out onteku is like bitch round up the people they got uta they got nishiki they got yomo they got toka everybody there's some other Mm -hmm. people part of like team onteku but they don't play a major part in it so those are the major ones yeah they go to where they find out aogiri's headquarters is the fun thing that always happens in these fights is that there's aogiri there's team on teku and the Mm -hmm. ccg so it's a three-way battle always so the ccg going in there killing ghouls fighting them then on teku is height getting in there too killing them Eventually, mm-hmm. what happens is Kaneki gets tortured to the point of having like a mental crisis and a breakdown. Mm-hmm. And he sees Rize in this vision. And she basically tells him, like, you need to accept who you are. You need to like get the fuck over it. And he talks about his mom a lot. Because his mom, what ended up happening is after their dad died, she worked like three jobs. She was always tired. And what ended up happening was she worked herself to death. Mm-hmm. And Rize is like, your mom was weak. She let other people walk all over her. Are you going to do that? Are you going to die like her? Stuff that's like not cool, mm-hmm. but it worked. And Kaneki basically, this is his badass awakening. His hair goes from black to white. He breaks out of his chains and then just starts fighting Jason. Going ham on him. And he just like all out brawls him. Jason is like, what the fuck is going on fighting him? 
and Kaneki ends up winning and he like is stabbing Jason with his Kagyun and then starts eating him and so he eats him and then escapes and then he runs into the people from Onteku who came to get him and Mm -hmm. none of them died luckily Um, and no one major from the CCG died either they end up meeting he runs into Toka and he saves her from fighting with her brother Ayato and then he beats the shit out of Ayato (laughs) (laughs) Kaneki's one of those characters he goes from like cute demure like not trying to fight at all to then Uh all of a sudden he can beat up like the main antagonist yeah he's like get over here it's time so he like beats the shit out of him and then leaves and then he tells Toka, I'm not coming back to Aogiri, or I'm not coming back to Onteku, my bad. He's Mm -hmm. like, I need to figure things out for myself. I need to go on my own. So he leaves. And he is joined by a couple other people. Uh, Banjo goes with him. Uh, Sukiyama goes with him. And Hinami goes with him. And they just kind of form like a little group that goes off and does their own thing. So now mm-hmm. there's basically four groups. There's Kaneki and his people, there's Aogiri, there's Anteku, and there's the CCG. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Now we'll jump into the main conflict. So basically all of the story leading up to this is revving up for this major battle that's going to happen where the CCG is going to try to take over the 20th Ward. And... Mm-hmm. Onteku braces itself for the fight. They start fighting everyone from Onteku. And they also encourage some of the weaker ghouls to run. Like they're like, Mm -hmm. get out of here. You know, some of us are going to die for this. Like Toka, they wanted Toka to run. So Yomo takes um, her and Hinami and they go and hide. But Toka's like, I'm not running. And Yomo's like, you really think dying is worth it? You think you can do anything? No. And she does it anyway. Obviously. So big fight breaks out. Kaneki ends up showing up and is like, I'm here to like save my friends and people and all of that. Because at this point, he like, he's full like sad boy, Mm -hmm. like sad emo boy. And he misses his friends, but he feels like he can't go back to them. Crazy stuff. Big battles go on throughout this. You see some really strong CCG members fighting really strong ghouls, all of this. All of it to kind of climax into two major things that happen. Mm -hmm. First one, we get to see Eto fight for the first time. So her dad, Yoshimura, was basically pretending to be the One-Eyed King. And then he gets beaten in battle by the CCG. Um, mm-hmm. who at this point like Shinohara is there Juzo's there and some other high level CCG members and they basically beat him he's about to die and then and he's already like when he's in his like ghoul form he kind of big like he tall then mm-hmm. all of a sudden this huge ghoul just falls like triple the size of him and it's Eto. and then she starts fighting them this is where she kills Shinohara. She breaks Juzo's legs. And then all of a sudden, it's one of my favorite scenes. 
<laughs> Yoshimura like looks up and is like, what is going on? And then Eto, <laughs> like she is the Kool-Aid man, just bursts out <laughs> of like her like form. And mm-hmm. it looks like she's like tearing through the body like it was a fake suit. And then it's just a zoom in on her face and she just goes, hi, dad. <laughs> and the writers, when they wrote it, it's a zoom in on her. She looks absolutely just disheveled and crazy. She goes, hi, dad. And then it ends with a heart. Um, I remember that so too. Funny. So and it was fucking like- funny. I'm like, well, dang, get get you a kid like that that's going to tear through their flesh and reveal the demon mm-hmm. inside and be like, hey, dad. Yeah, but then uh, she ends up eating him uh, or like um, putting, no, no. putting him in her mouth, we'll say, because it's assumed that he's dead. But you guess I guess you technically don't see him die, but he's dead. We can assume he's dead. Yeah. Uh, then that is when a big man Arama shows up and he starts fighting with Eto. Eto ends up running away, fleeing, all of that. Then we get Kaneki. Kaneki is having his one-on-one brawl with Amon. Amon at this point got a new Queen K. It's like super cool. It's like a sword, but a spear. It's super cool. And Amon at this point only knows Kaneki as Eyepatch because the ghouls are given nicknames like that from the CCG because they obviously don't know their government names. So like Kaneki was Eyepatch, Jason was mm-hmm. Yakumo, mm-hmm. Rize was the binge eater, uh, Toka mm-hmm. was known as the rabbit because her mask that she had made by Uta was a rabbit. Cute. Kaneki was the Eyepatch because when he'd walk around, he'd wear an eye patch over his ghoul eye. But when he was a ghoul, he would have a mask that had an eye patch covering his human eye. Super fun. His mask is my favorite. Honestly, Very 10 out of 10 mask. And then he like unzips it and can like eat and like bite things. And he always, uh, the way he like triggers his cogune is like through like pain a little bit. And he adopted mm-hmm. it from uh, Jason because Jason would do it. He would like pop his fingers or like crack right. them out of place. It's a tick, yeah. And that's the thing about Kaneki is he has like elements of Rize, but then because he ate Jason, he also kind of has that in him as well. Mm-hmm. But he starts fighting Amon. We realize that Kaneki, since he basically committed cannibalism, is like super strong. And when you commit cannibalism, you have a different type of cogune where it can kind of like cover your whole body-ish. So he has that and he's like fighting. He ends up winning the battle and killing Amon. Mm-hmm. Then he's super hurt. So he flees into the sewers because the sewers have a bunch of underground tunnels that the ghouls used to use. Mm-hmm. This is where he runs into Hide. Hide finds him and is like, Hanaki, is that you? And he like turns and he's like crying. He's like, no, don't look at me. Da, 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 all of that. Mm-hmm. And Hide looks at him and goes, Kaneki, I knew the whole time you were a ghoul. Okay, buddy. Let's let's just go home. Okay? Come on, pal. And then Hide like pieces out and Kaneki is walking through the sewers and runs into Arima. And mm-hmm. he 
when he walks in there, there's like a pile of like bodies around the whole place. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, who the fuck is that? He's like, well, I got to fucking fight you. So he starts fighting with Arama. And let me tell you, Arama at this point has like nukes and tanks. Kaneki, he got a pebble, pebble. compared to this man. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's injured. Secondly, he's like on, he's still having like a mental crisis this whole time, like breaking down psychologically. I Mm -hmm. highly encourage you to read the manga because the way they depict his mental state is so chaotic and beautiful. It's so good. That's true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he fights with Arma. And the last thing we see in the canon regular Tokyo Ghoul universe is a picture of Kaneki where Arama had stabbed his sword through where both of his eyes were. And Kaneki mm-hmm. is presumed to be dead. And then in Re, you figure out a bunch more stuff. You get to get reintroduced to some of your favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of story that happens in this that we didn't cover. We had to leave some stuff behind, some characters behind. Again, we say it every time and we're going to say it again. Just read it or watch it. I encourage you to read it. The reading gets better. Yes, I'm going to be one of those people right now and tell you to, that the book is better. Honestly, the it, manga's it, it, better. Depends. it depends on you. But in some cases, especially in anime, because most, if not all anime are made in manga first mm-hmm. and the translation to uh the actual like animated feature you know they have to skip some stuff so i will say and cole has let me borrowed his um manga and i have been able to skim through it as much as i can the art is beautiful you really do get a deep dive into these characters because this isn't just a story between humans and ghouls it is about morality it is about mental health it is about what you can and cannot eat and it gets really into it. So I did really enjoy this anime. I have not watched it in a while. So it was really nice to come back and see all these familiar faces. Um, it makes me kind of want to go back and, and rewatch it a bit. But I'll yeah. give you the manga. I have them all. I said rewatch, not reread the manga. You read quick, it'll be so easy. I'm going to get on Funimation or Crunchyroll. Did you guys hear about that? I think we yep. should discuss it it's, since it's we're on all Crunchyroll. It. It's on Crunchyroll now. They already brought it over. Listen, listen. I already canceled people, my Funimation. Family of Nerd Night. It is time to transition into Crunchyroll. For all my Funimation people out there, we had a good run. Funimation was there for us, but now it's Crunchyroll. And it's yep. convenient, but I'm going to miss Funimation. I don't miss it. Yeah, I very quickly canceled my Funimation subscription. And I was like, the only reason I was holding on to this was just for these like select few animes that weren't on Crunchyroll. And then I looked and they were all already on there. Tokyo Ghoul, since we're suggesting it to you guys, you Mm -hmm. have to click Tokyo Ghoul 3 and then go to season one and two. And it's the original Tokyo Ghoul before going into Re. Yeah, they decided to put it all under Mm -hmm. Re, which you know doesn't really make any sense because choices like it was for them it's whatever we can't really say but yeah don't be confused by it it's still there you can still watch both 
or if you don't want to go through that, you can listen to Cole and just read it. But it's a good anime. 10 out of 10. What would you rate it, Cole? Oh, I mean, guys, I have a centipede tattoo on my arm. You guys see it in the artwork. That is not fake. I have that tattoo on my arm because Kaneki is like the centipede. And he get, when Jason's torturing him, he puts a centipede in his ear. And it becomes synonymous with Kaneki. And I, I have quite a few tattoos, but I, if you get the pleasure of being tattooed on my body, it's because like, I really was like, yes about it. And I'm a stan and I will forever be a Tokyo Ghoul stan. I have the Funko Pops. I have the posters. I have the tattoo. Other thing, other tattoos I have, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, Mm -hmm. near the video game, Harry Mm -hmm. Potter. So like, we got more things in the pipeline. We're going to talk about those things. We already talked about Harry Potter, but we're going to talk about those things. And I'm going to freak out just as much. And and those things I know about, except Nier. That's a, yeah. that's a him episode. But Avatar? Mm, you better watch out. I love me some Avatar. Not the blue people. We already did that. Yeah. The Last cool Airbender. Ones. Yeah. Those. Yeah. But- it's going to be fun. This will be the last episode for this month. So you guys will have to tune in on our Instagram, of course, to see us post our schedule for next month and all the topics that are going to be covered. As well, we, of course, encourage you guys to join the Discord server. Follow us on Instagram. All the links will be in the bio below. And of course, tune in every Tuesday to sit Mm -hmm. down with your homies, Jada and Cole, to see what we just decide to pull out of the fucking hat and talk about next time. (laughs) Pretty much, because it's a lot. But yeah, it's going to be fun. So look out for the list. We'll be putting it out there soon. Okay, well, everyone have a great night. Bye, guys.